in Jonesboro or check out the flavors you can savor at crumblecookies.com. Or download the app to check out the weekly flavors and place your order. Just search Crumble Cookies. Crumble Cookies, the home of the pink box. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? Book that river trip. Find that cabin with the view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. Iron Mountain Lodge and Marina has been family-owned and operated for over 40 years on beautiful wilderness to Gray Lake. Spreading over 130 acres, Iron Mountain includes to Gray Lake's only lakeside cabins, including newly renovated log-sided two-bedroom, two-bath, and three-bedroom, three-bath lake cabins, and the North Basin RV Park is now open with lakeside full hookup RV sites on beautiful to Gray Lake. Iron Mountain has a full-service marina with boat rental, storage, and slips, as well as supplies, including everything from scuba air refills to water toys and on-site access to the Iron Mountain Trail System. For more information, visit their website at iron-mountain.com. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. It's time for the setup, the fastest hour in sports talk here on the ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in here on the setup this Friday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton along with Andrew Bowen streaming online 953theticket.com through the TuneIn app. By searching for KDA. You can also find us Facebook and Twitter at the Ticket Radio Instagram. It's at the Ticket Radio Network where you can find us there. Um, coming up on the show today, a lot of uh, bouncing around. There's not a whole lot going on right now in the sports world as you would expect in the month of July, but uh, we'll check in on some. Uh, golf because that should be wrapping up here uh, fairly soon at the second round of the Open Championship this afternoon. So um, we will we'll check in on that uh, and kind of recap what was an emotional final round for uh, for Tiger Woods as he made the walk up eighteen today. Uh, check in on some Major League Baseball and just I don't know whatever happens happens over the course of the uh, next hour. But right now. We'll throw it to Andrew Bowen, and we'll get us caught up on some headlines. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. Several former Northeast Arkansas basketball standouts will shoot their shot for $1 million beginning this weekend at the basketball tournament. Team Arkansas, which includes former NEA players Karen Ross, Hunter Mickelson, and Spencer Reeves, among others, is one of 64 teams in the field. They are the two-seed in the Omaha region and will play for their first game Saturday at 1 p.m. The winning team in the tournament will take home a $1 million prize. Meanwhile, the St. Louis Cardinals were shut out in their first in their series finale against the LA Dodgers Thursday, losing 4-0. Dakota Hudson pitched in the seventh inning. However, the Cardinals' offense only managed five hits in the setback. St. Louis will now take on NL Central seller Dweller Cincinnati at Bush Stadium for the next three games. First pitch tonight is at 7.15 p.m. on 95.9 The Wolf. And this has been your Daily Headlines, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. All right, so um, we have the f- 
second round of the Open Championship going on right now. Uh, but can I like so in more in more important news? So somebody just sent me this tweet, and it's from the Southeastern Conference, the SEC. And every year, the SEC, like, you know, they, they put out a promo video and they have a song attached to that promo video. And so, uh, a lot of times, like, on the SEC Network broadcast and just in general, like, social media stuff, you'll hear that song throughout the course of the year. Um, a couple of years ago, maybe it was last year, you know, Luke Combs did a song a song called South On You. And, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of the world of that song. It's definitely not one of Luke Combs' best. But, like, it was still... It was still solid. Like, it didn't bug me. Um, But the SEC has just done the unthinkable, and I just may have to no longer associate myself with the SEC at all because their song of the football season is by Walker Hayes. Oh. I I, I just – I can't do it. There there are not a lot of things in this world that I just – that just get under under my skin and I just detest – but Walker Hayes is one of them. I cannot do it. The Applebee song drives me up a wall. It is maybe the worst thing that has ever been recorded in the history of music. Uh, I would rather listen to 12 straight hours of a screeching, a screeching chalkboard than listen for one second of the Applebee song. I was about to say, when you said Walker Hayes, Hunter Hayes popped in my head, and I thought that's who you were talking about, but that's... That's, a billion times worse. Yeah, yeah. A it's billion times definitely worse. worse. <laughs> so, like, what do we got, SEC? Seriously, like, you you could not have found someone better. Reuse the Luke Combs song. Don't even use a song. Yeah, not that using too. a song would be better than using Walker Hayes. Like, what do we got? <laughs> so all year long, whenever we get, whenever we watch football, we're gonna have to hear some terrible Walker Hayes song. And it's going to be just like last year when for like a month of the football season, the football season got hijacked by that awful Applebee's commercial. And then finally, <laughs> Applebee's realized that everyone was sick and tired of that song and pulled it off the air. So, in a way, Applebee's deserves a little bit of the praise, but also in a way they deserve not because... This is their fault. Yes. So, this is what we this is where we're at right now as a society. Walker Hayes is the official singer <laughs> of the SEC this year and I like I don't know that I can do SEC football this year. Like what yeah, what do we have? That's bad. I mean, even the Luke Combs song from last year, I it, was like it wasn't great. But, it wasn't great. But yeah. Luke Combs is good. I like Luke Combs. He's actually like really really talented right. and he's really good. Yeah. And like, you know, I I'm not the the biggest fan of the world right now of generally like what's on country radio but like i listen to it it's fine uh and i you know to an extent like i enjoy listening to to country radio but the one guy on there that i just cannot do is walker hayes it drives me up a wall i don't blame you i don't think he's very good and so now uh we we're in the dead part of the summer and we're 50 days out from the college football season and it should be a joyful time where you can look forward to football being played and now I just want basketball to tip off. Can we skip football this year? Because I, I I don't think I can do it. <laughs> let's 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 skip forward to like November eighth or sixth or whatever the opening day of basketball is. I'm already done with football season now. Thanks a lot, SEC. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, the the Open Championship is is going on right now. Um, it was 
not a great showing for Tiger Woods at the uh, the Open this year. Um, I was like a lot of people uh, because the the general American public uh, put a lot of money through you know online sports books for Tiger Woods to make the cut. I think he was like minus 120 or minus 110, something like that, to make the cut at most sports books. So it was pretty much a pick him. But I think Darren Rovell put out yesterday that like 90-plus percent of the money in that particular bet was put on Tiger Woods to make the cut. And then also there was, I, I think Tiger was like, one of the top five or six most bet golfers to win the Open Championship this year. So, uh, right now, every casino sportsbook in the country is sitting back and just feet up on the desk counting their money because they won a lot of money by Tiger Woods not playing great in uh, this week's Open Championship. And don't get me wrong, I fell into that same boat because, you know, I, I, I two things. Number one, I'm a sucker for a good story. And Tiger, you know, being in contention on Sunday at the 150th Open, at the old course, a place where he's won twice, and a place that he's called his favorite golf course in the world, uh, 14, 15 months after, or I guess maybe 16 months after, uh, he they nearly had to amputate his leg. Like, that would have been one of the greatest stories in the history of golf. Even if he doesn't win, even if he's just in contention and loses by, like, two or three shots, it would have been one of the greatest stories in the history of golf. So, for that reason, I got sucked into it. And secondly, like, he always seems to find a way to play that course well, at least well enough to make the cut. Um, And what we've already seen this year is that even on one leg, he was able to make the cut at the Masters and the PGA Championship. So... I think for those two reasons, everyone fell into the camp that Tiger's going to compete this week. And I did too. And maybe if he doesn't hit into a divot on the first hole yesterday and then go double bogey right off the start, maybe it's a little bit different. Um, Probably not, but maybe it's a little bit different. But, like, that's the hand he got dealt, and it sucks. But seeing him walk up... Uh, the 18th hole today was was really, really cool. Uh, that video has been put out on every single sports account that you could possibly find on Twitter uh, of him walking up the the 18th green today, or 18th fairway today, at the, uh, at the old course. And you could tell, you know, he kind of put his hands over his face as he was, you know, trying to fight back tears as he was walking up the fairway. You know, the the grandstands were packed, and everyone was standing and giving him a standing ovation. It was awesome. And then one thing I didn't catch until after the fact, and he was in his post-round press conference, was that, you know, 18 and 1 are kind of side-by-side on the course. And so uh, Tiger said after, after the round concluded, that Roy McIlroy and Justin Thomas kind of gave him, you know, a tip of the hat as he was walking up the 18th, which is cool, which is it just so cool because it's almost a little bit like a, a passing the torch moment, right? Like, these two guys are uh, at the top of their game right now. Now, Rory's a little bit older. He's been at it longer, but especially Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is still young and got the best years of golf ahead of him, and Roy does to an extent, but to see those guys, you know, 
kind of acknowledging what Tiger has done in the game of golf and uh, to have that kind of moment as he was walking up the 18 um, is was was really 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 cool and since then there's been video come out of that but that was just a really really cool moment uh, today to see him walking up 18 for what is probably going to be the final time in his career uh, at least in the Open Championship uh, because I think I, I think Tiger and then someone else had both mentioned that it is probably going to be 2030 before the Open goes back to the old course. And obviously, by that point, the guy is not going to be playing professional golf. If he is, it's going to be a sheer miracle. Um, right. But that was that was very, very cool uh, to, uh, to see this afternoon. Um, so... One of the other things that sucked, and we'll get to everything else in the field going on after this, but one of the other things that I hated, and it came out of his post-round press conference, uh, somebody asked him, because you know I think he may play in another event or two before the year's over, but like his season is pretty much over at this point, right? The next time you see him tee it up, most likely, uh, maybe once or twice this year, but most likely it's going to be 2023. Um, and so one of the reporters asked him, you know, if next year he would try to play, obviously not in every event, but try to play in more regular tournaments to get prepared for the majors. And, like, the response was just kind of heartbreaking because he was like, you know, it's hard for me to walk 18 holes. I don't think I can play more than I am right now. And so that's just kind of the reality of of the situation right now for uh, for Tiger Woods. And it, it it I hate it, but that's, that's just kind of where um, – where we're at at this point uh, after that after that car crash, it uh, definitely definitely derailed what because I still think before the car crash he could have came back and you know won some more maybe not majors but he definitely could have added more wins. Now that that window it, it may still be open but it is super 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 narrow and it's not going to be open for for much longer if it even is open at this point in time. So. That uh, that was that was kind of sad to uh, to hear about uh, earlier this afternoon. But right now at the open, the scores have been I- incredibly low. Um, I like if you would have told me after after the round after the round was over on Friday that three potentially four guys would be uh, ten under or better. I don't know that I would have quite believed it because a lot of what you run into when you get into these open championships is the fact that A, it's cold, um, B, it's windy, and C, like it is so hard to, more times than not, it's so hard to stick the golf ball on the green and get it to stay and get yourself into a chance for a good look at a birdie uh, on most holes because the wind is usually whipping. Well, this year the the weather conditions have actually been kind of favorable to to these guys, and so what we're seeing is like a bunch of dudes going out here and just tearing up this golf course. Uh, Cameron Smith is thirteen under par at the moment. Uh, he went eight under par today, 
and he is the, the current leader in the Open Championship. Cameron Young at 11 under uh, after a three under round today. Roy McIlroy is currently on 18. He is 10 under and three off the lead right now. So those three guys are uh, double digits under par. Victor Hovland is nine under, but he still has a couple of holes to play, so he could potentially get there and make it four guys under par going into the round tomorrow. But Two things are interesting. Number one, uh, I, like I do think the Cameron Smith story is is really cool, really interesting because a guy that uh, finished third in the PGA, but really until the PGA ha- had not done much on the PGA Tour, has only been up for a couple of years from the Corn Ferry Tour, and so him winning this weekend would be a cool storyline. Um, and you know, it would be I guess the second time this year where we have seen kind of one of these younger guys on tour. Uh, be able to win a major. So that would be cool. It would also be really, really, really awesome to see Roy McIlroy get back on top in a major championship. It feels like, at least for the last like five years, it feels like we get into the same type of situation with Rory at these majors. He doesn't get off to a great start on Thursday. You know, he's two, three under par, whatever, but he's five shots off the lead. Uh, then on Friday, you know, he, he plays okay, but he's still significantly off the lead going into the weekend. And then Saturday, he turns it on. And you you look up Sunday, and it's like, all right, he has a chance. And then he at some point on Sunday, he falls off. This one is a little bit different, though, because unlike what he does in most major tournaments, he actually got off to a really, really, really uh, good start this week. And... Depending on what he does on this final hole today, he's either going to be three, two or three off the lead going into uh, tomorrow's round. And going into the weekend, the conditions are going to be less favorable than they have been on Thursday and Friday. And so, with that, you would take probably a more experienced golfer like Roy McIlroy to win over a guy like Cameron Smith. And so, it would be really, really cool to see Rory for the first time since 2014 get a major championship. Which, first off, it is wild to believe that he has not won a major since then. Especially given how good he has started to play over the course of the last couple of years. So, like, that's what I'm really rooting for this weekend. What I'm not rooting for, and what I live in perpetual fear that is going to happen, is for Dustin Johnson to win this thing. That would be that would be a disaster. To to be a hundred percent honest, it would be an absolute disaster for Dustin Johnson to win this thing. Because at that point, we go from spending the whole week talking about the historical 150th Open Championship at the historical old course at St. Andrews and just all of these great storylines to for the next like two weeks around the game of golf, it's going to be a conversation about the dadgum live tour. And I'm tired of having conversations about the live tour. I'm tired of the live tour. I'm tired of Greg Norman. I'm tired of all of these guys being like, oh, we're in it to grow the game of golf. Instead of just saying, we took it or we're in it because we got paid $150 million. And that's all it's going to be for the next two weeks. So I like for the love of everything, I hope Dustin Johnson does not win. And I don't have a problem with Dustin Johnson. 
Like, I don't hate the guy, but I like I do not want to see him win this weekend. I don't want to have to hear the conversation for the next week or two about how the Live Tour is right there with the PGA Tour now that they have a major champion. I, like, I just don't want to hear it. So, please, somebody else win besides Dustin Johnson. Like, I am begging at this point. Yeah, it, it'll just be bad. I mean, it'll be nonstop coverage of that situation versus the actual tournament and the Open and everything. So, it's just, Yeah. And, and then you have, and this is the thing. This is the thing that I hate about the Live Tour. And then we'll go to a break. But you have a guy like Retief Goosen, who has not like played well at all in years, and he comes out today and is talking about all the vitriol and hatred that uh, anybody that joins the Live Tour gets. Well, duh, because they took the money and they're with a very shady organization that is offering them that money. Uh, like, I, I just, of course you're going to get backlash. Like, or Taylor Gooch. It was not Retief Goose, it was Taylor Gooch. I'm sorry. Uh, but of course you're going to get backlash. Dustin Johnson took $150 million just to play in that, to play 54 holes, and to play for an inferior organization that is run by corrupt people. Of course people are going to give you backlash. Like, what do you expect? It, to be all sunshine and roses? So, like, I hate this narrative, too, now, that uh, these live guys just have the just have the short end of the stick. Everyone everyone is out to get them. No! That's not that's not the thing. Like you chose to do this, and so you can choose to accept the backlash because yeah. you know there is going to be some. Be responsible for your own actions. That's all I'm saying. No, hundred percent. I agree. So, uh, anyways, uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, we'll we'll dive into some major league baseball after this on the ticket. We are not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic outer boxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery. All done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Save $70 instantly at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase a set of four in-stock Michelin tires. Plaza Tire Service has a great selection of Michelin tires in stock and now you can save $70 instantly on a set of four. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your budget with with a Plaza Tire Service credit card or our no credit needed financing options. For a limited time, save 70 bucks instantly on a set of four in-stock Michelin tires exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. Yeah. 
First National Bank is proud to present the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. This year's event is set for Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club, and entries are open now. It's a four-person scramble, and every player will walk away with a new pair of FootJoy golf shoes. To enter, go to fnbank.net slash ASPF. That's fnbank.net slash ASPF. Come swing for the green to back the blue at the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament, presented by First National Bank, Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. When I was in Iraq, our convoy was hit. It was bad. After I came home, I could still hear booms and see tracer fire. Makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. With help from DAV, I was able to begin to heal. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Today I'm part of DAV. We're veterans helping veterans to get the benefits they've earned. And I give my veterans my all. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Naomi Mathis, thank you for your service. May your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. My name is Corporal Bradley Joseph Seitz. Jerry Reed. Kate Weber. These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD. And I have PTSD. I have PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone. I was still in a war zone in my mind. But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on a Friday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you. Uh, taking suggestions for what to do in the fall besides watch football now because I'm not watching Walker Hayes on SEC Network every single day uh, because apparently that's the new SEC theme song for this year is a Walker Hayes song. Because we can't have nice things in life. So, uh, how many days till basketball season again? <laughs> because I can't wait. Uh, You're really hung up about this. I mean. Oh, I, you don't understand. Like, I, there, there are not, like, there's not a whole lot of things in this world that I just detest. But, like, when I detest something, I am very, very passionate about it. And I am very, very passionate about this one. That is true. I have learned that. When you detest something, you go 100%. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all or nothing. But I respect that. Now. That like again, that list is very small. There like there are some things I don't like, but like at the end of the day, like if it's not in front of my face, like I don't care. Right. But like stuff like this, like I it I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Understandable. I understand. So, uh in terms of uh 
national news that's gone on for the last 24 hours. Uh, Sports-wise, there's not been a whole lot. But one thing that did happen yesterday, uh, I guess it was right in the middle of the show, we saw where DeAndre Ayton, who was a restricted free agent, signed a deal with the Indiana Pacers. And the Phoenix Suns were going to have 48 hours to match the offer. If they match the offer, it would take them into the luxury tax for the first time since the 2009-2010 season. I can't remember if it was Woj or Shams that tweeted that, but one of those uh, one of those guys tweeted it would be the first time since then the Suns would go into the luxury tax, and it has felt like uh, it, like if you paid any attention at all that. Throughout the course of the offseason, the Suns were just going to kind of move on from Aiton and maybe sign some guys in free agency, whatever. But as we were getting off the air yesterday, reports started coming out that the Suns were going to match that offer and keep Aiton in Phoenix. And I guess it was last night that, you know, the, the national NBA media started to confirm that. And so DeAndre Aiton, the DeAndre Aiton saga has come to a close. He is staying in Phoenix. Um, I, I guess a little bit surprised by that. Uh, they already have so much money invested in Chris Paul and Devin Booker that it does surprise me a little bit that they are investing even more money now in DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, when I think it was when we got off the air, like right when we got off, the Suns matched it. And um, I just don't – I was very surprised. I thought they were just going to let him go. I mean – they don't have any money to pay him, so unless they're planning on trading him for someone that has a similar contract, and that was the deal, which would be Kevin Durant or someone. But even then, it's just it still doesn't make sense. You're gonna have to cut a lot of your team that is a good team. You're a number one team in the West. I I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting to see what the Suns do because I think we looked at it on the show yesterday where. Uh, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and Jay Crowder are all owed over ten million dollars. Obviously, uh, Paul and Booker owed a lot more. So, like, do you do you pay into the luxury tax if you're the Suns? Are like you okay with doing that this year and you know trying to make one last run with this you know core group of, of a championship? Or is like Chris Paul or Jay Crowder going to be on the move? That's that's the that's the interesting part now is what is the next domino to fall here? Because there has to be. At yeah. least one. It may it may be insignificant, but there has to be a domino to fall here. Yeah. I mean, I think you keep Chris Paul because I think Chris Paul was the piece you needed to make that elevation to the next level. Because um, the Suns always have had good players. They just couldn't string it together. I mean, we saw the bubble season. They went undefeated in the bubble and still didn't make the playoffs. So they added Chris Paul and everything kind of changed. So... I would keep Chris Paul. Jay Crowder is also huge on defense, so that's yeah. that's the biggest thing. I think you have to cut like Cam Johnson. You have to cut some other guys that maybe have a lot of playing time but are not the people you need around to make a championship run, and then you just add some players on a one-year contract. But even then, that's more money, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it turns into a lot of a situation like uh, when, when the Heat first signed – uh, LeBron and Bosch and paired them with Wade, they pretty much sacrificed their depth at that point, right? They they had like Mike Miller and Shane Battier coming off the bench, but like those guys weren't particularly just like great guys. Um, 
or I guess Shane Battier was later because Shane Battier was in Memphis at, at at the time of their first year. So yes. I guess maybe it was just like Mike Miller and a bunch of dudes coming off the bench, and then over time, you know, they added Mario Chalmers or. Maybe Chalmers was there, but they added Mario Chalmers. They added Shane Batty. They added a couple of guys. But that first year, like the the bench was just not there because they had all that money invested in those three. And so I do wonder if that's like a situation that the Suns run into now, where they have all this money invested in their top four guys, and they don't have anybody besides that. The thing that kills me is, I mean, paying Aiton, you kind of had to do to keep him. Yeah. First off. But second off, the thing that kind of bugs me is that I feel like the Suns, when they got eliminated from the playoffs, they immediately were like, all right, we need to change something. But I disagree. I think your team was fine. I just think you were unlucky. I mean, it just happens. The yeah. playoffs was full of teams that were underseeded. And, I mean, it just it, it just happens. I mean, that's that's what happens. And the Grizzlies were really good. They got injured in the playoffs. They got eliminated. That happens. They haven't changed their team for the most part, other than – a few draft picks and maybe moving a piece here and there. But, yeah, I don't think any major changes need to happen for the Suns to be successful. I think they just need to improve on what they have. I'm a big believer yeah. in that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. So, uh, we'll, we'll see, I guess, what happens throughout the course uh, of the offseason there. Uh, one last thing before we go to a break, because I did find this to be pretty interesting. Uh, so, a couple weeks, three weeks ago, somewhere, somewhere around that, you know, when Freddie Freeman – went back to the Braves, uh, or, or went back to Atlanta. The Dodgers played a series against the Braves. Uh, obviously, you're emotional. He got his World Series ring. There were the pictures circulating around of him in the dugout, and he just kind of looked sad uh, being back in Atlanta and not being on that Braves roster. And then after uh, the series was over, I think that Monday, he fired his agent. And I guess maybe two or three days after that, Doug Gottlieb, who works at Fox Sports, came out with a report that Freddie Freeman's agent did not tell him about the last offer the Braves made uh, because it was going to be, I think it was going to be like 10 or 15 million, uh, maybe $10 million less than what the Dodgers were offering total. And so he didn't tell Freddie Freeman about that offer because he knew if he did, Freeman would stay in Atlanta and not go out to L.A. And so that was that was kind of the story after after Freeman fired his agent. And now Casey Close, who was Freeman's former agent, is suing Doug Gottlieb for libel over the tweet about that contract offer Interesting. Uh, claiming that he falsely and recklessly defamed close and excel sports management uh by by tweeting that out so I, I like i don't know what to think about this because on one hand there there are probably some elements of that that are true that he wanted him to go to L.A., and he was pushing him to go to L.A. instead of staying in Atlanta. On the other hand, like, I just have a tough, 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 tough time believing wholeheartedly that a player's agent would not tell them about a contract offer. Yeah, That is literally your job. Yeah, that seems kind of weird. And, and I also have a tough time, even if the agent didn't tell Freddie Freeman. Like, he's been in that organization for years 
that he would have no indication that there was a final contract offer until June when he went back to play in Atlanta. So I, I don't know what to make of this story because maybe some part of Doug Gottlieb's story is true, but like I just have a tough time believing that Freddie Freeman's agent did not tell him about a contract offer. Yeah. Like that's literally your job. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. That just seems too Yeah, no, it's weird. So I I'm gonna keep track and of course this will probably be like a year or two years down the road before this actually like goes to court and sees the light of day, whatever. But I am gonna keep track on this because I am interested if Doug Gottlieb waivers or if uh you know, he just kind of stays pat, and like he actually proves that 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 he was that he was correct. But, anyways, that uh, that uh, is what Freddie Freeman's old agent is doing is suing Doug Gottlieb now. So, uh, all right, we'll take a timeout. Come back uh, with more after this on the ticket. Tara's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Play ball. The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. Join bluegrass fans from across the region in downtown Paragool for the second Big Grass Bluegrass Festival, July 21st through 23rd at the historic Collins Theater. Don't miss out on four big shows over three days with great acts like the Hillbenders and Cleverleys on Thursday, the Cody Norris Show, Poe Ramblin' Boys, and the Grascals Friday, and Nothing Fancy, the Daryl Mosley Band, and Lonesome River Band Saturday. For more information, go to collinstheater.com forward slash bluegrass. Don't miss the second Big Grass Bluegrass Festival, July 21st through 23rd, downtown Paragool. If you need new tires for that summer road trip, think local tire and wheel. And if you need new tires just to get around town, think local tire and wheel. Where they now offer six months, same as cash. Plus easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, local tire and wheel. And yes, it's hot outside, but the hottest deals on tires and wheels are inside local tire and wheel. This month, $5 gets you started on select in-stock tires at local tire and wheel. And let's be real. Tires are something that most of us don't budget for, and Local Tire and Wheel knows that. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. And don't forget their crazy deals on wheels that'll transform your vehicle from factory stock to a ride that rocks. Plus, $5 gets you started. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to 
Lori at eabjonesboro.com. That's L-O-R-I-E at eabjonesboro.com. And get your future moving in the right direction. Plus, get a $2,000 signing bonus if hired. Become part of the largest media group in the state. Apply today. EAB Jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer. Hannah complained of a headache. It was a rhabdomyosarcoma. Within a few days, Hannah was in treatment because we were told that the tumour was very aggressive. And it very quickly became clear that St. Jude was the ultimate place to be. So we've essentially put our lives in South Africa on hold. Incredibly blessed to be here. St. Jude is an asset to the world. The research that is developed here is offered freely to the rest of the medical world. The entire way that the place operates is just to give and to care. I think it's the kind of place that not only stands as a beacon for pediatric cancer, but I think it could teach the world a couple of lessons about how to treat people. And I think if those lessons could be learned, even in their most basic form, this world could be a better place. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. What is dedication? I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on The Setup. A uh, short segment before we have to hit our uh, final break here. Uh, if you've ever wondered what it's like to see a Twitter account get ratioed like you have never seen before, just go to the SEC's Twitter account right now because I have had a whole lot of fun during the break reading the replies and quote tweets about the new SEC song this year because let me tell you, I, I have searched through them all and there is not a positive one out there. <laughs> Everyone is dogging the SEC on Twitter right now. So uh, we might, this may be like uh, a couple of years ago when they released the the trailer for like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie and everyone said it looked terrible, and so Sony or whoever made it was like, we're going to fix Sonic the Hedgehog, and then delayed the movie for like a year to make it look better. This may be what the SEC is going to be faced with, where uh, they're just going to have to scrap this song and go with something else this year. At least I hope. Save <laughs> our ears, man, please. So, uh, anyways, it, it, it is, it's pretty funny to, uh, to look at that Twitter account. Uh, right now because everyone is uh, everyone is not um, happy um, checking it on uh, Major League Baseball we do have the field for the home run derby um, I actually am pretty excited for this home run derby this year I think it is I think it's going to be awesome um, like I know a lot of people are all been out of shape about Albert Pujols being in the Home Run Derby. Personally, I think it's cool that Pujols is in the Home Run Derby. Uh, It's not like they put him as a one seed or anything like that. He is the eight seed, and so he has to face in the first round Kyle Schwarber, which is going to be a ridiculously uh, 
incredible challenge for 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 Albert Pujols in next week's home run derby. So I think that's going to be cool to see to see Pujols in the home run derby and to see him face off against uh, Kyle Schwarber in the first round. Uh, also in the first round. You're going to have uh, Juan Soto versus Jose Ramirez, which, yes, everything about that, yes. Two of the two of the young stars in baseball that are going to be around for a while, and that will be incredibly fun. Then you have the 3-6 matchup of Corey Seager and Julio Rodriguez, and Julio Rodriguez just absolutely crushes baseballs. Uh, I... I don't know if there's going to be like a prop bet for this, but if there is, like, Julio Rodriguez is going to hit the longest home run of this home run derby. I think that without a shadow of a doubt. He is definitely going to hit the longest home run of this home run derby. So you have that, and then what is probably the most fun matchup, uh, Pete Alonzo, who has won the last two home run derbies against Ronald Acuna Jr. in the first round. Ooh. That will be That'll very, be fun. Yeah. very, very, very fun. So I think this I think this home run derby field is awesome. Uh you have a lot, a lot of young guys in the field. Uh and then, you know, you have a veteran like Kyle Schwarber and you have a guy who is on his retirement tour like Albert Pujols. So uh I think that's gonna be a whole lot of fun. So I I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to doing radio shows next week in the middle of All-Star break when there's going to be nothing going on. But I am looking forward on Monday night to sitting down and watching the Home Run Derby. Yeah, definitely. We may have to do a one-hour show about the Home Run Derby on Tuesday, though, because there's going to be literally nothing else to talk about next week. So It's fine with me. Uh, we'll find something to talk about. We'll uh, analyze every launch angle <laughs> and bat speed and... Exit velocity. Ex- yeah, exit velocity. A- every single thing that, that goes into every swing of the home run derby. That's what we're going to do next Tuesday. And then the next show, it. we're going to do a full hour about top spin versus back spin. So just yes. be ready for that. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then maybe on Thursday, we're going to dedicate a whole hour to why are the Angels so terrible when they have the two best players <laughs> in baseball? <laughs> Might need more than an hour for that. <laughs> they have you – know, you know what is – like, it is so crazy. And, it, like, every time – this gets brought up. I am more and more baffled by it. Um, Mike Trout has a career OPS of a thousand. Do you know how good it is to have a, a, a one thousand OPS in a single season? Much less for a career. He's one of the greatest batters in the history of baseball. And then you have Shohei Otani, who is doing things that have never been done and never, probably never will be done in the history of baseball again. And I swear, every single night. Like, I get on Twitter, and it's like, Shohei Otani threw seven innings and struck out ten while also hitting a home run. Mike Trout was two for four with a double and a home run. And the Angels lost seven to three. Every single night, I swear. That's crazy. So, uh, please, for the love of everything, get those two guys out of Los Angeles. Because, like, I just want to see them in the playoffs just once. Just, just once. once. Yeah, please. Because uh, they're not going anywhere staying there. No, no, they are not. So, uh, anyways, this is the final weekend of regular season play before the All-Star game. Uh, We're also going to have the draft this weekend that starts up on Sunday. Uh, Not the biggest fan of the world of the MLB draft beyond the first round, but one thing that is going to be intriguing to watch 
is where Kumar Rocker goes because he is going to be eligible, I guess, to get redrafted. Uh, obviously, you know, last year got drafted by the Mets, and then there was something in his medicals. And so now, this year, uh, he's going to be eligible to to get redrafted. So it'll be interesting to see where, uh, where, where he goes. Also, uh, coming up this weekend... The uh, St. Louis Cardinals play host to the Cincinnati Reds over on 95.9 The Wolf. All right, uh, we'll take a timeout, come back, a short segment to close it out after this on the ticket. Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Cotton prices way up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. September corn at 604 and a quarter down three quarters. We December corn at 603 and three quarters up two and three quarters. August soybeans at 1466 down five and three quarters. September soybeans at 1359 and a half down a quarter. September wheat at 776 and three quarters down 18 and a quarter. We December wheat at 794 down 19 and a half. October cotton at 9641 up a full five. We December cotton also up that full five to 8871. September rice at 1652 and a half up 12 and a half cents. November rice at 1677 and a half also up 12 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle 134.92 and a half down 47 and a half. October live cattle 139.55 down 37 and a half. August feeder cattle 176.35 down 255. September feeder cattle 179.67 and a half down 195. July lane hogs at 114.90 down two and a half. With August hogs at 109.82 and a half up 25. That's your EAB market countdown, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Accal. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex. Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air space and cyberspace and i'm proud to be a member and i'm proud to serve in the united and states and i am proud to protect our country proud to serve in the u.s air force reserve Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now be prepared for the 22 crop year come see us at wt equipment in jonesboro or pocahontas to speak with our sales department in jonesboro call 870-972-5522 that's 870-972-5522 for pocahontas call 870-892-5254 that's 870-892-5254 or visit our website at wtequip.com wt equipment let's get it done the st bernard's 
advocates would like to say a huge thank you to Nap Holtz Construction Services and the many sponsors and volunteers that continue to support our annual Triple Swing fundraiser. This year's proceeds from the Triple Swing benefit the St. Bernard's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. In the last 10 years, the St. Bernard's NICU has admitted approximately 2,500 patients, offering life-saving care to babies and allowing families to stay close to home. From the heart of great medicine, thank you from the bottom of our hearts at St. Bernard's. For more information, visit stbernardsfoundation.org. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Timeout's over, and we're going to the full court press. Now let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on a Friday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, By the way, this came out about three hours ago, but Disney is raising the monthly subscription fee for ESPN Plus by $3 starting in August. So it is now going to be $9.99 per month to be subscribed to uh, ESPN Plus. Glad I don't pay for that. I remember the days when it was $5, and now it's nine ninety nine a month, as is like... I, I feel like every single streaming service in the last, like, two years has had at least a 3 to $4 increase. Every single one of them. So... Yeah. Um, Spotify used to be 7 and now it's, like, 10 yes. I think. Yes. But so... That's the only one I think is worth it. Spotify is definitely worth it. Yeah. There, there is no... There, there definitely is a limit to what I would pay, but... Like I, that number could still be pretty high, and I think I'd pay it. Like it, it is, it is the one uh, of all the streaming services, music services, whatever subscription-based services that, it, unless it just got to a point where it was like a hundred dollars a month or something, like I think I would pay it. It, it is, it is worth it. Yeah, if it got over twenty, I'd probably bow out, but. It would still be worth it. I just don't think I would want to pay twenty dollars. Yeah, a month, but. I mean, I like I. I don't know that I could get through a day without my daily mixes. Yeah, those are the, that's the coolest part. Yes, and the fact that I found like so many new artists and new songs. Yes, just by it'll be like, you know, you hit the end of your queue, and then it's like, oh, here's a radio based on what you've been listening to. Yes, and it's incredible. I love that. It. That so the daily mixes, and then like that right there, where like you finish listening to the album or finish listening to a playlist, and instead of it just stopping. It curates another playlist, like based on stuff in the playlist you just finished listening to. They're working overtime at Spotify. Yes. Big shout out to them. I like. I love. I used to be like the biggest Apple Music guy ever. I, I was, was like, too. Yeah. And I was like, screw Spotify. It, it, it's terrible. And then I switched to Spotify, and I was like, man, like <laughs> they're miles ahead. <laughs> Apple Music's got nothing on this. Like, yeah, I mean, Apple Music is good, and it still has their. They still do have like playlists, but it's not as like. What's the word? Spotify is like seamless. Spotify almost, is way more user friendly. Exactly. It's almost like everything kind of blends together yes. and they're like, we want you to listen to this. We don't want you to dig through everything. Yes. Well, because also like it, like on your home screen, 
you, you know, based on music you listen to, like every Friday it'll be like, hey, so-and-so just released a new album or released a new song, and it's like right there on your home screen. Yeah. And then plus, like, there's all these different, like, playlists, uh, especially for someone like me, who like me, who likes like the country music that is not on the radio mm-hmm. and the country music that you can only get through like streaming services, like a, you know, a Zach Bryan, Turnpike Troubadour, stuff like that. Like there's playlists that are made just with stuff like that. So I, again, there's, there's probably no limit to what I would pay for Spotify. I mean, they have literally everything and anything yes. that you could want. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the coolest thing, too, is that on that homepage or the, your search bar, it says, like, new releases, and it'll yes. show you everything that came out that month, and it's perfect because I'm always, like, running around, and then I forget to listen to something, and then, yeah. like, a month later, I'm like, oh, no, I missed that. But on there, it's, like, all right there. It's perfect. Yeah. I, big, big, big Spotify guy. Also, uh, since we're, like, on the topic of music, we're probably not going to get back on sports before the show ends. Uh I will say this. Anybody that likes country music that is not on the radio and is more like traditional, actual kind of like country music uh, that, you know, kind of has the sound of like an outlaw country music or stuff like that. What Zach Bryan is doing right now in the music world is like one of the craziest things ever. That album's really good. The guy released a 35-song album in May, which first off is like unheard of nobody's releasing 35 song albums mm-hmm. then last night he puts out a 10 song album oh he did yes. i didn't know that he's put out uh, like almost 45 so i don't know if it's actually 10 songs but he's put out almost 45 songs since the middle of may i gotta i gotta listen to that and that, that first album was so good oh the first album is incredible and he's like on the road every single night so like i, I don't know how the guy has time to record songs and play all of these shows but he, like he's put out two albums. Last night's album was great. the The first album back in May was great, and like what the guy's doing right now is just absolutely incredible. And he's probably about to blow up to the point where he's going to be on the charts, on the country charts. Yeah, I mean, Open the Gate and Mine Again are like so good. Yeah, so good. So, anyways, um, not a whole lot of sports talk in that final segment, but that's fine. Shout that's out to Spotify. Good. Shout out to Zach Bryan. Um, <laughs> Free plug. All right, that does it for us today. The Drive with Brad Bobo is next from 3 to 6. Uh, full weekend of programming. Get you back Monday, 7 to 10, the front row with Pedro. 10 to 12, Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, the Workday Red Zone. And then we'll be back Monday from 2 to 3. So until then, for Andrew, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great Monday, or have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Back,